Station Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, and here on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can apply the principles of manifestation, money mindset, spirituality, and energy work so that you can create long lasting success in your business and in your life. real weight loss success actually even look like? So many of us are driven by the numbers. I mean, who can blame us? After all, the diet industry has taught us for decades that we need to be a different number. We need to be a different dress size. And what I find with women when we're on the weight loss journey is that we get overly kind of obsessive about these numbers and that this is the only gauge of success that we have. And I really believe that this is actually, um, it's all of our focus is going into the wrong place because yes, it's a gauge that we have a certain dress size or we have a certain weight, but there is so much more to it. It's really not just about those numbers at all, but we've been taught by the diet industry that our weight is a problem that our body is a problem at the size that it is and that we're going to be so much happier when we get to a certain weight or a certain dress size. So who could blame us for having that kind of focus? But I believe it's a misdirected focus and the sooner we can get to focusing on what real success looks like, the better off we're going to be. So what, what real success looks like is... It's not really about a different number on the scale, because when you think about how you actually get to that different number on the scale, you're going to be doing things like having a look at your eating patterns, changing your habits. Um, You're going to be doing different things potentially in your life. You're definitely also going to be managing your mind. So When we don't see the change on the scales that we want to see, whether that is that the number is the same, whether it is that that number's gone up a bit, or whether it is that it's not changing quickly enough, then we can have a look at actually what is working though, because this, I believe, is a secondary benefit. It's a secondary measure of whether or not it's working. So when it comes to our habits and our eating patterns, many of us have a lot of unconscious eating that goes on. You know, we eat at certain times of the day or we eat with certain people. And so when we start to get success by tuning into our hunger signals, by only eating when we're hungry and by stopping when we're satisfied, we're going to start to see some change in that. And over time, we're going to start creating new neural pathways. We're creating new habits over time that will become unconscious. And you'll find that these old eating patterns will start to drop away. So that is the first measure of success. Further down the line, you're going to see that result in your dress size and you're going to receive that result on the scales. But first and foremost, you need to actually start seeing the change in your eating patterns and seeing the change in your behavior. So that needs to be one of our metrics for success. Another one is that 
when we start actually feeling our feelings and not eating them, that is going to be a huge measure of success. So many of us suffer with emotional eating, whether it's just the boredom eating or the stress eating, or it is proper grief and something has happened. Maybe there's heartbreak in there or something like that has happened. When we start to practice feeling those feelings and not eating them every time we feel that emotion, then we're getting that success. And again, once you have started to do that change in pattern and that change in habit enough, you will start to see the change in your numbers further down the line. But first and foremost, you need to start feeling your feelings. So again, that's another one of our important metrics. Um, Creating time for exercise This for some of the people that I'm working with, and I also find this for myself as well. And to be honest, it's still one of the habits that I'm trying to change, creating time for exercise or creating the motivation and the desire for exercise. That can also be a really positive improvement that we're starting to see long before we see a change on the scale getting ourselves prepared, having the meal plan ready to go, Um, you know, maybe preparing the night before, putting, you know, some stuff in a box for lunch, maybe chopping up vegetables in the morning when you've got a bit of free time so that it's ready to go later on in the day. Whatever it is that you're doing to meal prep to make things easier for yourself, that is also a measure of success because that is a different thing to what you were doing before. So you're starting to really take care of your future self when you start to do things like the meal prep. And so this is a great measure of success. Planning what to eat. When you start planning what you want to eat, from the highest part of your mind, rather than being led by impulse in the moment, being led by those feelings that you're not used to feeling instead of eating, then we start to set that intention, set the path that we want to go down for the day and we have much more success. We may also find that we're journaling more, we're reflecting on these patterns, we're creating more and more awareness about what's going on. We get to really identify our thoughts and understand where these patterns are coming from. So all of these things is all about changing your habits and your eating patterns. So if you can identify with anything that I've said, the un, you know, Uh, reducing the unconscious eating, Um, you know, only eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're satisfied, feeling your feelings, not eating them, doing some exercise when you actually didn't feel like it, preparing for your meals, planning what you want to eat, and then also journaling any of those eight things that can actually be a sign that you're starting to change your habits and you're starting to change your patterns and you are successfully creating those new neural pathways. So celebrate that. That is a big thing to celebrate. These are the kinds of things that as my clients are talking to me, when we jump on the phone, usually they want to launch straight into all the bad shit that's happened, all the negative stuff. And to be honest, I do this with my coach as well. So I'm not saying that I'm not human here. This is what we do as human beings. We focus on all the negative stuff. It's just the first thing that comes to mind. We think about what's gone wrong. We look at the problems that we think we need to solve when actually we've just completely glossed over all this really great stuff that's happening. So usually with clients, what I'm doing when I first jump on a call with them is I'm slowing them down, like, hang on a minute, okay, 
we'll totally get to that issue in just a moment. Let's review and see what's been working well first and foremost. You know, have you changed any of your habits? Are you tuning into your hunger signals? Are you, you know, feeling your feelings more? Are you exercising? Are you preparing? All of those things. We really need to celebrate those in the moment because otherwise it just seems like nothing is working. We can get into a really negative mindset if we don't actually recognize that some of these things are actually changing for the better, we risk going into a very negative mindset where we start thinking it's not working, it should be going faster, I'm not doing good enough, all of those thoughts come up. And again, I believe that's where the diet industry has basically programmed us to think that we should be losing one to two pounds a week or a kilo a week. We should be eating in this way. We should never overeat in this way. We should have only the good foods. We should not have any of the bad foods. All of those rules will start to come up. And so one of the things that we're actually debunking and kind of detoxing from the brain when we start to tune into some of these other success factors is that diet mentality. All of that programming that the diet industry has put into us over the years. We're starting to really just deprogram that and starting to change all of our thoughts and our beliefs around that so we can really see where we're truly having success. There are also other signs that you're succeeding as well because many of the things that we do in our life will actually affect our weight. So when we're sleeping better or when we're actually taking action to try and get a better night's sleep, that is a win too. We really need to celebrate these things. If you're drinking more water, if you're planning more time for yourself, just free time for, or maybe it's fun time, or maybe it's relaxation time. If you're a real type A personality, a bit like me, and you end up packing your day full and then thinking there's still way too much to do and I've got no time to do it, Maybe one of the things that you will celebrate as well, and I do this for myself and with my coach, is that I celebrate whenever I actually schedule in downtime and take the downtime properly without thinking about all my my stuff to do. So have a think about your lifestyle as well. It really is not just about the number on the scale, because if you're taking steps to sleep better, you are going to start seeing a positive result on the scale further down the line. If you're drinking more water, that is going to help you with weight loss. That will definitely help you to start burning more fat. So the more water that you're drinking to the right level for your body as well. Um, I think, you know, the guideline is usually two liters, but you can certainly have a look and you can look it up and see what, you know, the right amount is for your body size. Then, um, you know, then you can celebrate that as well, because drinking more water is a really important step on the weight loss journey and for general health as well. And like I said, planning for some relaxation time, planning for some time for yourself, maybe just planning blocks of time where you literally have no plan. It's like, I'm just going to take a couple of hours and I can have a walk if I want to. I could read a book if I want to. Unscripted time, maybe that's something for you as well. So there is the the success that we see through the habits and the eating patterns that I mentioned before. And then we've also got some of those lifestyle updates Um, kind of upgrades that I've mentioned to you as well. 
I think there's a lot around eating patterns. I mean, there is the bit around habits, but actually really tuning into our eating patterns, it's there's so much to learn about what's going on there. I mean, the very act of having an awareness of when you're overeating. For many of us, we've overeaten for so many years and we're so um, kind of far removed from our hunger signals. It can be hard for some of us to actually understand when are we hungry and when have we had enough? Like, how do you actually even know if you've overeaten? Because you might have just eaten everything on your plate. But does that mean you've overeaten? I don't know. So for some people, there's a lot of awareness that needs to come in over time. It's just about slowing down, listening to the body and hearing, when am I hungry? When am I full? And really practicing honoring those signals. When we get an urge to eat some food that we know doesn't support our weight loss, we can actually manage that urge. So it might be an urge that has an emotional trigger around it, but it can also be a habitual or an environmental trigger. We might just see the food. We might smell the food, or we might actually start thinking about the food. So any of those situations can create an urge to eat something. And once we start practicing managing that urge, being with that urge, not resisting it as if it should be there, shouldn't be there. That's what many of us do with willpower. We try and push it away. We try and, you know, push it down. And that feels really hard. When we get the ability to manage an urge, then that is a massive win because the more urges we manage and the less we actually act upon and eat the thing, then the quicker we're going to get to our weight loss goal. So, you know, the very fact that you wanted to eat something and you didn't do it and maybe you reflect upon how did that happen and you keep doing that and learning and implementing that knowledge again and again and again, you're going to lose weight later on. So, again, that's another measure of your success. Um, Reflecting on what you did is, is a way that... Um, you know, you can learn more about your eating patterns and your habits as well. So this can come when we we actually start to, to journal. We start to look at what we planned for the day. We start to review, you know, what did I do? What did I not do? Why did I do that? We really get a rich understanding of what's going on in our mind and why did these things actually happen? And then we can start to learn lessons and start to implement these lessons so that we actually have more success in the future. So again, this is another um, aspect of success. This is what real weight loss success actually looks like. When it comes to our eating patterns as well, many of us will not eat mindfully. We might um, dish up a very large portion, not really thinking. We might eat that entire portion And actually not just eat, but we might scoff it down. We might eat at the speed of light. It's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. Um, You know, we might just literally be hoofing it down, you know, like really eating quickly. So we just, we don't even register the food. It doesn't even hit the sides. You know, so whenever you're starting to slow down and thoroughly chew, maybe you're putting um, a different size portion onto a smaller plate and really tuning into your your satisfaction signals and your full signals that are coming in. Again, this is going to be changing those eating patterns over time, and that is real weight loss success. 
when it comes to managing our mind, I find that many women I work with, and I used to do this for myself as well, we have a tendency to judge ourselves. So another sign of success is when you're actually looking at managing your mind, looking at those automatic thoughts that come in. So here's an example. If you overeat, many of us go straight into self-judgment. We go straight into that, that kind of judgy zone where we're blaming ourselves and we're telling ourselves that we're wrong. Um, and, you know, we make ourselves feel really, really bad. And the ironic thing is when we do that, we'll either usually go into restriction and deprivation, thinking that we have to punish ourselves to get better, or we go into overeating we start to emotionally overeat because we want to feel better. We want relief from that that horrible mindset that we're in. So by managing our thoughts, we're going to start to really get weight loss success because when we notice that we're judging ourselves, when we're noticing that we start blaming ourselves, when we notice that we're talking to ourselves like shit and we're talking to ourselves in the way that we would never talk to our best friend or our sister or our child or anyone else that's a very, you know, important loved one to you. You know, if you think to yourself, would I speak to someone else like that who I love? And if the answer is no, then you're shit talking yourself. And that is the kind of thing that needs to change because when we talk badly to ourselves, we're going to feel terrible and then we're going to end up either restricting and overeating eventually or just going straight into the overeating. So by managing our mind and by being compassionate and curious, seeing how maybe we're judging ourselves, maybe we're talking badly to ourselves, you know, maybe there's another way that we can handle this. Just having that reflective time with our mind, again, that is another success factor in weight loss. So there's actually many, many signs that you are succeeding in weight loss. The number on the scale really is not the main metric at all. The dress size that you're wearing is not the metric at all. So today I invite you to consider where are you succeeding? Is it any of the main areas I've spoken about? You know, any of the things that you're doing to change your habits? Are you doing anything different in your life to upgrade your lifestyle, to support a better, uh, healthier version of you? Are you changing any of your eating patterns? Even if it's a little bit, are you managing your mind? Are you reflecting on what's going on in your mindset? So any of those areas, I'm sure you will find many, many areas of success. So if you do find yourself thinking how you're failing, how you're not the way you want to be, how you're thinking about giving up, please do review those four broad areas and see what success you can find because I guarantee you, there will be a success this week, even if you've gone completely off the rails. I'm sure there's something you can learn from it. So I would love to hear if you find any any points of success. You know, do jump on social media. Um, I've got all the channels just below this podcast. So come and, and talk to me on social media. I'd love to hear what you find. And I shall see you again next week for another episode. Bye for now.